Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi. Well, how the dickens are we all today? Are we all good? Really, really hope so. Well, I have a happy birthday before I do anything else. Now, this little boy is nine today, but... Last year, I was wishing him happy birthday when he was eight. So this is the second year running that I've wished him happy birthday. And he's still listening. So hey, hey, Dara, happy birthday. I hope you have a lovely, lovely day. And I really, really hope you get lots of presents. But most of all, lots and lots of cake. Yummy yum. So, you'll have to let me know what you have for your birthday, what you get for your birthday. But yes, have an absolutely great day, okay? Um, I can't believe I'm wishing you happy birthday for the second year running. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it doesn't seem that long ago either. Uh, right, now we also have Maisie's birthday coming up. Uh, not today, but in a few days' time. And today, she's getting guinea pigs. I want to know all about your guinea pigs. I want to know how many you're getting. I want to know what colours they are. I want to know whether they're male or female. I want to know how fluffy they are. And I want to know what their names are. <laughs> I want to know everything about them because I'm extremely nosy, just like that. So, Maisie, let me know all about the guinea pigs once you've get, got them today, okay? Um, right, so, the riddle from yesterday, what was it, what was it? It was, what kind of coat is always wet when you put it on? Sounds uncomfortable, doesn't it, if you put on a wet coat but what kind of coat is always wet when you put it on and Andrew you got it right well done you said paint of course a coat of paint is always wet when you're putting it on of course there you go. Now, Andrew, not only did you get the riddle right, but you've asked if we can read or reread the Naughty Amelia Jane stories, which um, is definitely a yes, because you're not the first person to have asked for that. Uh, so definitely, definitely yes. Um, but I have bought a, another couple of, um, because I had some um, money sent to me, uh, by uh, listeners, um, which was very, very nice. Very, very appreciated. Thank you. Thank you very much. I have bought a couple of new books as well. So exciting. Um, and what else? Oh, Andrew, you have, I, re I did see the question that you sent me yesterday, but like I said, there are a few in front of you. So please be patient. Um, I will answer it, but there are a couple in front of you that I need to answer first and I need to research all of them um, and I haven't had time. So please uh, 
yeah just be patient and I will get to them so um anyway right the riddle for today I wonder if anybody's clever enough to get this one I couldn't get it I had to cheat and look oh excuse me I just cheat and look at the answer because I couldn't get it at all. So, uh, what are the next three letters that come after O, T, T, F, F, S, S? Okay, so that's O for Oscar, T for... And I can't think of what that is. Tommy. T for Tommy. F for Freddy. F for Freddy. And S for sugar. And S for sugar. What are the next three letters in that sequence? And why? And oh, do you know what? I will be absolutely super, super duper impressed if you manage to get that one. Okay, right. Now, and now, 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 um, our fun fact for today, okay, is um, the Lego group, you know, Lego that you play with. It's a very powerful brand, okay. But did you know that there are more Lego mini, mini figures, so the little people, than there are actual real life people on earth. What? How amazing is that? So there are more Lego mini figures than human beings on the earth. Wow. So there you go. It's no wonder it's a powerful brand. <laughs> anyway, what days is it today? Mm, let us find out. So, it's Wednesday. We all know that. It's the 12th of July. Some of us know that. <laughs> um, some of us that have a calendar, because I've got a calendar, that that's the only reason um, I know. It's also... Etch-a-Sketch Day. Now, some of you won't know what an Etch-a-Sketch is because it was a long, long time ago. Um, used to play way before we had tablets and um, computers. They were like a red, I don't know how you describe it, like a little bit like a tablet. Um, it had two little knobs on either side and you could draw on it. There you go. Ask mummy and daddy what an Etch-a-Sketch is and it's Etch-a-Sketch day. So if they've still got theirs, they need to dig it out and play on it. <laughs> it's also, I suppose, going alongside Etch-a-Sketch day, it's also National Simplicity Day. So um, everything in the world is very, very difficult so we've got lots of technology we've got lots of um just everything that seems to be you know difficult very hard and complicated uh so just make things simple 
today. Just, you know, don't do anything that's too difficult. Just keep the thing simple. Uh, National Pecan Pie Day. Ooh, nice. <laughs> uh, New Conversations Day. So instead of just having awkward silences or um, what else? Just having a natter about the weather. Um, just, you know, small talk. Start a conversation about something else, something exciting. I don't know. I don't know what. Let's see. Ask somebody if they've been on an adventure, what kind of adventure they would like to go on. <laughs> so uh, it's also, and this is really good, uh, it's National Different Coloured Eyes Day. So has anybody ever seen somebody or do you know somebody that's got um, two different coloured eyes? And um, it's the day to celebrate them today. Um, it's called heterochromia. Um, and it, that's, it means uh, different coloured eyes, basically. Um, and there's a, a part of a song, a very famous song, um, by a, a band called the Beatles and it's picture yourself in a boat on a river with tangerine trees and marmalade skies somebody calls you you answer quite slowly a girl with kaleidoscope eyes <laughs> and that's from a song called Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and the girl with kaleidoscope eyes had different coloured eyes. <laughs> so she obviously suffered from heterochromia. Well, not suffered because it's not a bad thing. Um, it's, as I say, it's just different and it's very, very, I don't know, very good. Um, I would love to have different coloured eyes. Um, imagine filling out forms, colour of eyes, and you can't just put blue or brown or anything else. You've got to put um, left and right. <laughs> so, um, and if any of you have got different coloured eyes, please tell me. I'm interested to know. Very interested. Um, as I say, I don't think it's very common, um, but it is definitely. You are... Um, you should be celebrating today. Right. I have got a new book and or I've got a couple of new books. Uh, thanks to um, Ruthie and Daisy. Both of you sent in um, some money, which was really, really nice of you. Uh, and which means that I had a little bit extra money to get some new books. So thank you, thank you very much. Um, everything is, you know, it's so very nice when people do that. So we have got Stories of Mischief Makers. Um, and it's just a book and it's got different, different stories, uh, all of Mischief Makers. So this story is called Binkle has the doctor. 
So I'm going to Oak Tree Town to buy a stamp, Flip, said Binkle. Are you coming? Oh, yes, said Flip, reaching for his cap. I'm ready. Off the two trotted over Bumblebee Common, down Hazel Road, into Oak Tree Town. But when they got to the post office, it was shut. Shut, said Binkle in amazement. Shut? At eleven o'clock in the morning, too? Fine sort of postmistress Dilly Duck is. Just at that moment, someone walked up to the post office door. Mind, please, said a little voice. I want to go in. But it's shut, said Binkle, turning round and seeing Timothy Mouse. He was carrying a steaming basin covered with a cloth. Of course it's shut, said Timothy. Dilly's very ill. I'm taking her some soup my mother's made. Doesn't it smell good? And he went inside the post office and shut the door. No sooner had he gone than someone else came up carrying a big pink jelly on a dish. Good morning, Maudie Mole, said Binkle politely. Are you taking that to Dilly Duck? Yes, I am. She's ill, answered Maudie, going into the shop. Binkle and Flip stared at each other and sighed. <sighs> Jelly and soup, said Flip sadly. We never have those, Binkle. Oh, and here's some flowers and grapes, sighed Binkle, seeing Herbert Hedgehog coming up the street with his arms full. The two rabbits went slowly home. Isn't it a pity one of us can't be a little bit ill, said Flip. Binkle stopped suddenly. Oh, that's a great idea of yours, he said. One of us will be ill. We can't be, said Flip. We're both as well as can be, Binkle. Don't be silly. I'm not silly, said Binkle. I'm thinking about your idea. It isn't an idea, Binkle groaned Flip. I don't have ideas, they're dangerous. But it was no use. Binkle was already making plans. Now, shall you be ill or shall I, he wondered. I'm not going to be, said Flip firmly, and I won't help you to be either, Binkle, and I mean that. Oh, fiddlesticks, said Binkle rudely. You'll do just as I tell you, Flip, but you needn't be the ill one. I will. I should love that. Oh, dear, very well be ill, said Flip desperately, and they went into Heather Cottage. Well, I won't be ill just yet, Binkle said. Well, not till Dilly's better anyway. People can't take broth and jelly to two people at once. I'll wait for a bit and think about it. He waited for a week and then heard that Dilly was up and about again. Now's the time, he said. He undressed and got into bed. Flip put a clean cover on and made the room look as tidy as possible. Oh, 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 groaned Binkle in bed, rolling his eyes and opening and shutting his mouth. What's the matter? asked Flip in alarm. Nothing. I'm only just seeing if I can be ill properly, grinned Binkle, tying a piece of red flannel round his neck. Now, Flip, 
You must do your part. Part? What part? asked Flip, his nose going up and down nervously. I'm not doing anything this time, Binkle. Oh, yes, you are, said Binkle firmly. You're going to go to Sammy the Squirrel, the chemist, and ask him what's the best thing for a shivering fever. A shivering fever? I never heard of that, said Flip. <laughs> Nor have I, chuckled Binkle. He'll ask you all about it and you can say what you like. Say I've got headaches and a cold and I'm hot and I'm shivering and I can't sleep. Oh, Binkle, you're perfectly awful, sighed poor Flip, putting on his coat. He went off, shaking his head and wishing that Binkle wouldn't always want to be behaving so badly. He went to Sammy Squirrels. There were a lot of people in the shop, but at last he got his turn. What's the best thing for a shivering fever, he asked Sammy. Shivering fever, exclaimed Sammy. What's that? Who's got it? Bingle has, exclaimed Flip. He's cold and he's hot and he's got headaches. Headaches? How many headaches has he got? Inquired Sammy with a grin. He's got two, answered Flip sharply. One at the front and one at the back. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, said kind Dilly Duck. I've just been ill myself, so I know how horrid it is. After you've got the medicine you want from Sammy, come in to me next door, Flip, and I'll give you a jelly to take to Binkle. Sammy gave Flip a bottle of medicine to be taken three times a day. Then Flip ran into the post office and Dilly gave him a yellow jelly in a big mould. Come and tell me how he is tomorrow, she said. Has he had the doctor? Uh, no, answered Flip. He says he won't see the doctor. Oh dear, 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 what a pity, said Dilly. And when Flip had gone, she went into Sammy's shop again and told him that Binkle wouldn't see a doctor. He may get terribly ill, she said. Oh, don't you worry, Dilly, grinned Sammy. Binkle isn't ill. He's only pretending. Why, I saw him yesterday looking as well as I've ever seen him. But Sammy, supposing he is ill, said Gilly Guinea Pig. It would be horrid not to be nice to him, even if he is always up to tricks and behaves so badly. Yes, he's a bad bunny, but if he's ill, we ought to be nice to him. I quite agree with Gilly, said Maudy Mole. Sammy thought for a minute, then his eyes twinkled. I'll find out for you. He promised I'll pretend I'm a doctor and I'll go and find out. If he's really ill, we'll do our best to be kind. If he isn't, well, we'll see. Flip would have felt rather uncomfortable if he'd known what Sammy was planning, but he didn't know. So he went on towards Heather Cottage, carrying the jelly carefully and occasionally giving it a quick lick just to see if it tasted good. 
Well, said Binkle when Flip came into the bedroom, what has happened? This happened, said Flip proudly, holding up the jelly. It's lovely. I've licked it to see. The two rabbits soon finished up the jelly between them and Flip told Binkle all that had happened. Binkle was very pleased. I expect lots of people will come and bring nice things, he said hopefully. Do I look nice, Flip? You look all right, said Flip. What you've got to do isn't to look nice, though. You've got to look ill. Nobody else called that day and Binkle was rather disappointed. But the next day there came a terrific rat-tat-tat on the door. Hee <laughs> there's somebody, chuckled Binkle. Go and see who it is. Flip opened the door. It was someone dressed in a smart black suit with a shiny top hat. In his paw he carried a bag. Flip stared at him in surprise. I'm Dr. Curum Quick, smiled the visitor. Sammy Squirrel told me to come and look you up. Someone's very ill here, isn't he? Poor Flip didn't know what in the world to say. Well, Binkle isn't very well, he stammered at last. He's um, upstairs in bed. I'll go up and see him, said the doctor, and pushing past Flip, he ran upstairs. He walked into the bedroom and went across to the bed. Binkle stared at him in astonishment. It's the doctor, Binkle, said Flip, who had followed close behind the visitor. I didn't ask any doctor to come and see me, growled Binkle, twitching his ears nervously. No, Sammy Squirrel asked me to come, said the doctor cheerfully. Now then, let's have a look at you. Put out your tongue. Binkle put out a very pink little tongue. The doctor looked at it and shook his head. Oh, dear me, he said, taking out a little notebook and writing down something. Oh, dear me. What's the matter? asked Binkle in alarm. Now, take a deep breath, said the doctor, without answering Binkle's question. Binkle took a deep breath and the doctor tapped him hard on the chest. Don't do that, said Binkle, you hurt me. Now, flap your ears up and down, ordered the doctor, writing busily again. Binkle did so, feeling very nervous indeed at the sight of the doctor's grave face. He began to be afraid that there really must be something terribly wrong with him. Oh dear me, dear me, said the doctor, a very sad case, a very sad case. What's the matter with him? asked Flip miserably, terribly upset to hear Binkle was really ill. Fiddle fil fad sorry, fiddle fadlitis, answered the doctor. I'll send him some medicine and some pills and something to rub his chest with. He mustn't get up and he mustn't read. He must just lie quietly in bed and do nothing. Oh, 
Well, what shall I give him to eat? asked Flip. Jellies and things? Oh, goodness gracious me, no, said the doctor. Jellies and soups and things like that would kill him in his state of health. Feed him on carrot tops, mashed fine and nothing else. I'll call again in a few days. He ran downstairs and out of the house. All the way over Bumblebee Common, he chuckled and chortled to himself. <laughs> I knew he was shamming, he said. This will teach him to pretend to be ill. <laughs> My, what a tale to tell the others. And when Oak Tree Town heard how Sammy Squirrel had dressed up as a doctor and gone to see Binkle, you should have seen them smile. <gasps> but Binkle and Flip weren't smiling. No jellies, no soups, no broths. What's the good of being ill? groaned Binkle. Carrot tops minced fine. Ugh. Yes, this is what comes of pretending to be ill, scolded Flip. If you hadn't pretended, you wouldn't really be. Oh, don't be silly, said Binkle, feeling that he was showing very little sympathy. I feel very bad, so there. Oh, oh, oh. Don't, Binkle, flipped, begged Flip, who was really very upset to hear Binkle was ill. I can't bear it. I'll do all I can for you. You know that. I'll go and get some carrot tops this very minute. But before he could do that, all the medicine came. Such an array there was. Boxes and bottles and jars. Binkle tried them all. He was really afraid something was the matter with him. And he felt he ought to do all that the doctor had said. But, ugh! The medicine tasted dreadful. Mm, the pills smelled worse. Oh, and as for the stuff to rub on his chest. Oh, yuck, it smelt terrible. Poor Binkle groaned and sighed at his carrot tops and took his medicines. He didn't dare to get up, but just lay still in his bed as the doctor had ordered, feeling duller and duller each day. Days passed and no doctor came. Binkle had finished all the medicine and pills and felt as if he never wanted to see a bottle again in his life. What's that doctor doing? He groaned. Oh, Flip, go down to Sammy Squirrels and asked him, ask him when Dr. Curum Quick's coming again. Flip went, but to his great astonishment, Sammy didn't seem to know anything about the doctor. Dr. Curum Quick? Who is he? He asked. He's never been heard of in Oaktown before. Well, you didn't send him then, gasped Flip. Oh, what an extraordinary thing. And poor old Binkle's been taking his medicine and pills every day. And they were as nasty as could be. <laughs> as he finished them, asked Sammy Squirrel, chuckling loudly. <laughs> yes, every one's, said Flip. What are you laughing at, Squirrel, Sammy? 
Oh, just thoughts, answered Sammy, chuckling still more loudly. Ha ha, just my thoughts, Flip. They're rather funny. Flip's nose went up and down angrily. I believe you know more about Dr. Curum quick than you want to tell me, he said, and stalked out of the shop and back to Bumblebee Common. He told Binkle that Sammy seemed to know nothing about the doctor. And Sammy seemed to think you being ill and having to drink medicine was a tremendous joke, he said. Oh, 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 yelled Binkle, suddenly jumping out of bed with a tremendous leap. Well, of course it was a joke, a joke. Oh, my stars. It must have been Sammy who dressed up as the doctor. I thought his face seemed a bit familiar. Flip's eyes opened wide. And he sent you all that nasty medicine and made you stay in bed and said, you weren't to have jellies and soups, he said. And then he suddenly began to laugh. <laughs> It's, it's, it's very f funny, Binkle, he said between his gurgles of laughter. You pretended to be ill <laughs> and Sammy pretended you were ill and you thought you were and you weren't. Oh, my. And he went off into peals of laughter again. Be quiet, Flip growled Binkle, beginning to dress himself. It isn't at all funny. It's a very horrid trick. It's very wrong of Sammy to pretend like that. Ha ha ha! But you began it first, went on Flip, chuckling loudly. Well, I shan't pretend any more, roared Binkle, and if you don't stop laughing, I'll shove you. So there! <laughs> but though Flip stopped laughing, Oak Tree Town didn't. And you can't think how red Binkle got when anyone he met asked him if he was really better. <laughs> oh dear, that's what comes of telling fibs <laughs> and pretending. Oh my goodness me. Naughty, naughty Binkle. And poor Flip having to put up with him. Um, oh, my goodness me. So, um, I had uh, an answer uh, for... Because the question that I asked yesterday was, what flavour um, muffin was your favourite? And if you could have any dessert at all, what would you have? And I did get an answer, but I... Um, didn't get an, uh, a name, so I don't know who it was, but their favourite muffin was chocolate. Yummy. And I wonder if it was just chocolate or if it was chocolate chip or double chocolate chunk. <laughs> that sounds good, doesn't it? Um, and... Um, their favourite dessert, if they could have anything, was lollipops. Mm. Um, I've changed my mind. My favourite muffin is one that I make and they are 
raspberry and white chocolate and they are yummy 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 um i might put uh, i might tell you how to make them one day they are gorgeous definitely definitely in raspberry season um i love making those and they disappear as soon as i take them out of the oven because they're even nicer eaten hot straight from the oven because all the white chocolate is melting oh yummy yum yum <laughs> so yes i'll give you the recipe for those uh one day uh anyway um i will see you all again tomorrow so i hope you enjoyed this story uh as i say it's out of our new um uh new one of our new books and we have Daisy and Ruthie to thank for those because uh, they're, I think, it, it, either them or their mummies or daddies uh, sent some money on buymeacoffee.com. <laughs> um, and if anybody else would like to do that, feel free uh, and I can buy some more books. Uh, right. So I will see you all again tomorrow. Make sure that you have a good day, but make sure most of all that you take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye for now.